Welcome to Rental Equip Talk Radio with your host, Donald Charbonnet. This is the radio program designed for industry insiders, as well as anyone interested in getting into the rental equipment industry. Now, here is Donald Charbonnet. How y'all doing today? I am your host, Donald Charbonnet, broadcasting live from beautiful, warm New Orleans. Uh, we just finished up the French Quarter Fest, and it's a free show. Uh, after next weekend, uh, we'll start with the Jazz Fest, which if you like music, you need to put it on your bucket list and come on down to New Orleans. A big thank you to all our listeners, tell your friends and associates. Today's show is being brought to you by Credit Safe. If you're extending credit, do it fast and safe with Credit Safe. And remember, you can always listen on demand after the show. And let me know if there's a certain guest or subject you'd like us to have in the show, and I'll do my best to get them. My email address is rentalequiptalkradio at gmail.com. Today is an open forum, so please feel free to call in to 1-866-472-5790. I know that our live listeners are the smaller part of my listening audience, uh, but any of you guys uh, listening live, feel free to join in. I hope you enjoyed last week's show with Jason Sanchek of EDCO, OSHA and Silica. If you missed it, you can go back to our Listen On Demand. Where will OSHA stop? Educating your customers is the key to safety, profitability, and compliance. I also wanted to put in a good word for a former guest and sponsor of the show, Diesel Laptops. They're now going nationwide by teaming up with American Diesel Training Centers. Want to wish good luck to Tyler and his team. So today I'm going to talk about a lot of different random stuff. So if there's something in particular you want to talk about, give me a shout. Uh, I want to talk about things like negotiation, the one thing, thinking, used equipment. Uh, but a lot of today's show will be focused around the people skills that we need to be in this business. We all have uh, pretty much the same assets, but it's our people who oftentimes make the difference. So, I want to start off with negotiation. There are 12 rules that I've always tried to follow in negotiations of any type, but especially with equipment suppliers. The first would be to align yourself with people who share your values, especially in business. The second would be learn all you can about the other party. Being prepared always helps, and you never know where there might be a connection that'll help in the negotiations. Next, convince the other party that you have options, even if you don't. If they think they're the only player in the game, they win. And set your limits before the negotiations begin, especially where pricing is involved. Know your low and know your high. And as always, you want to establish a climate of cooperation. Let them know that you are interested and willing to work with them. And here's a good one. In the face of intimidation, show no fear. Let them know you can't be bullied. And remember, you have options. And a difficult one is number seven, learn to listen. Don't say too much. Let them play it out. Which leads me to number eight, 
be comfortable with silence. Sometimes it's the first one to speak that loses. And avoid playing split the difference. That's not winning. Well, let's split the difference on the price between this and that. That's not the right way to go. And when you do, in the negotiations, number 10 is always emphasize your concessions, what you're giving in, and minimize the other parties. That's if you give in. And number 11, never push a losing argument to the end. If you create hostility, it isn't good for any future negotiations. And number 12, develop relationships, not conquest. You know, every day we are faced with some type of negotiations, especially in this equipment rental business, be it with a customer, a coworker, or something of the like. Main point is to keep your cool at all costs. Always try to come out to be the winner and be fair. So we all have, we want to jump to the next section, next subject. Let's talk about strategy. Everybody says they got a business strategy. Well, there's, there's about five questions that make strategy real. And lots of people, mostly uh, notably academics and consultants, tend to talk about strategy as if it's some kind of uh, high brain scientific methodology. Well, we come from a different school of thought. That strategy is a living, breathing, totally dynamic game. It's fun, and it's fast, and it's alive. So forget the scenario planning, year-long studies, 100-plus page reports that gurus suggest. They're time-consuming and expensive, and you really just don't need them. In real life, strategy is very straightforward. You pick a general direction and you implement like hell. So you might be wondering how. The first step of making strategy real is coming up with a big aha for your business. A smart, realistic, relatively fast way to gain sustainable competitive advantages. To do that, you need to debate, grapple with, wallow in, and dig into, and I mean dig deep into, your playing field. That is, your competitive situation and its players. Let the following five questions guide you in that process with meetings that are alive and continually ongoing with your team. Number one, what does the playing field look like now? Who are the competitors in this business, large and small, new and old? And who has what share in each market? And where do you fit in? And what are the strengths and weaknesses of each competitor? How good is their equipment? How much does each one spend on marketing? How big is each sales force? 
how performance driven is each culture? Who are your competitors, main customers? And what are their systems of buying or renting in the open market? Number two, what has the competition been up to? What has each competitor done in the past year to change the playing field? You know, sometimes you got to look in the rear view mirror to see what's happened in the past to know where you're going in the future. Has anyone introduced game-changing new products, new technologies, or a new distribution channel? Are there any announced or potential uh, competitors coming into the market? And what have they been up to? And you look back at the past year, are there regionals that are expanding? Are your locals expanding into more equipment? There's a lot of things you have to look at when you talk about your competition. And what have you been up to? What have you done in the past year to change the competitive playing field? Have you brought a company uh, to expand, to uh, introduce a new product? Have you recruited a competitor's key salesperson or better than that, a key customer of a competitor? Have you lost any competitive advantages that you once had? A great salesperson, a special product, a proprietary service that you might have offered to your customers? Who knows what? But look back at what you have been up to to change your business, to make it better in the past year. And what's around the corner? What scares you the most in the year ahead? What one or two things could a competitor do to nail you? Remember, remember this comment when I come to talking in a little bit about the one thing. Is your top talent secure? Are you caring for them appropriate with pay, perks, and a culture that inspires them and a service department that backs them up? What new products or technologies could your competitors launch that might change the game? And what M&A deals would knock you off your feet if a major were to come in to your market and take out your, one of your competitors and make it that much tougher for you to deal with? So what's your winning move? What can you do to change the playing field? Is it an acquisition, a new product, or better talent along the way? What can you do to make customers stick to you more than ever before and more than anyone else? So now, after you complete this exercise, the next step is to put the right people in the right jobs to drive the big aha forward. The facts are you get a lot more bang for your buck when strategy and skills fit. From there, it's just a matter of relentlessly seeking out the best practices to achieve your big aha, adapting them, 
and continuously improving them. Strategy is unleashed when you have a learning organization where people thirst to do everything better every day. They draw on best practices from anywhere, inside or out, and push them to even higher levels of effectiveness. You can have the best big aha in the world, but without this learning culture in place, any sustainable competitive advantage won't last. Strategy then is simply finding the big aha and setting a broad direction, putting the right people behind it, and then executing with their unyielding emphasis on continuous improvement. There's no mystery to it at all. And I guess one of the bigger questions that you might have is, do you have a strategy? Have you taken the time to write down what your strategy is in the marketplace? Lots of people have mission statements that they talk about in their handbooks typically, but is your team really trained to live by them, to do a better job, have better equipment, better service, so that the customers get a big aha out of the whole project that you're working on, that is supplying them with the right equipment. Everybody's strategy in this industry is pretty close to the same. Supply good equipment. If it goes down, get there as fast as your ass can drag you so that the customer knows better that you're taking care of them than anybody else. And make sure your equipment is presentable and clean and that the customer will be very satisfied with the end product that they have, be it for a day, a week, or even a month. At this point, we'll stop and take a quick break and go back to Voice America. And when we come back, we're going to take some time to think. Back to you, Voice America. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The Genie Z60 slash 37FE Boom Lift is at the forefront of true hybrid technology. It is actually two machines in one that can be used for both indoor and outdoor applications. The Genie difference is a lower cost of operation and cleaner performance. The Genie 60 slash 37 FE boom lift is more fuel efficient, driven by high efficiency AC motors, which means lower emissions too. Check out the Genie FE difference today. Visit genielift.com. Genie genuine parts undergo testing on long-term durability and reliability which means higher equipment resale values and warranties for you. You don't want to waste time and money on generic parts or even counterfeit parts, especially in the long run. Genie Genuine Parts are factory fitted and field tested to the highest of standards, which means more machine uptime. We also have free ground freight on orders of $750 or more from our two parts warehouses. Go to genielift.com to find out more. 
Have you tried the new generation of Genie XC Booms? The XC stands for extra capacity, and with new technology in the design, the Genie XC Booms carry a higher load with dual capacity capability, compliant to global industry standards. Save time while you increase productivity. The new Genie XC Booms are common in design, parts, and accessories for easier servicing. For more information about the Genie family of XC Boom lifts, visit genielift.com. That's genielift.com. Genie Aerial Pros is one of the most comprehensive industry websites focused on safety and standards, service, and new products and applications. The Genie Aerial Pros site features experts in aerial and rental markets with five decades of experience and shared knowledge. You'll also get information on upcoming industry and company events, videos, training, and more. The Genie Aerial Pros website is available on a wide variety of platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, or through our own website at genielift.com. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. This is Rental Equipped Talk Radio with Donald Charbonnet. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to rentalequipedtalkradio at gmail.com. That's rentalequipedtalkradio at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. And we are back, and we're talking about a lot of random stuff today, hopefully to make our people better at the business. So, you know, in the course of any day, uh, there's hundreds of questions that are asked of our salespeople, our inside sales, our service techs, our delivery personnel, uh, management, uh, I guess everybody involved with all facets of the equipment rental industry. So uh, what I want to talk about is thinking. Uh, you have to take time to think in and for your business. You know, whether you're a leader, manager, or an employee who wants to be a high performer, there's nothing more important than creating more time to think. It may be next to impossible in this fast-paced, constantly, uh, I used to say plugged in, but today I'll say wireless world, uh, but it must be a priority if personal and professional growth are important to you. Why? Because if you aren't making time to think through problems, the future and your role and what comes next, you'll always be reacting. If you're constantly reacting, you aren't giving yourself time to see the possibilities, think through potential consequences, calm down, and ultimately make better decisions. And that's what we do in this industry Every day, all day long, reaction to customers' inquiries, customer problems, we're problem solvers in this industry. So here are some ways to create more time to think. There's responding versus reacting. When you find yourself in a situation where you must react, uh, kind of a fight or flight mode kicks in. Stress hormones wash through your body. You feel compelled to say or do something that you might later regret. 
Reacting is a natural urge. It happens automatically. It must be consciously resisted. Instead of reacting, choose to respond. You can do this by taking a breath and giving yourself time to reflect on what's happening in the moment. Again, especially moment to moment in this crazy industry that we're in. Be real easy to get uh, rough with a customer when they're having a problem. But remember, they're having a problem, and the way you handle it can mean a, a winning or losing a customer's future business. And then this stop wasting so much time. Facebook, Twitter, news feeds, television, and other distractions should be reduced to a minimum. Is it really a waste of time? Do you do, except for podcasts, I'm a believer in podcasts. Do you do anything with the steady stream of contact that comes from any of these sources anyway? When was the last time you had a profound, personally life-changing realization from a tweet or an Instagram post? Answer to that, for me, never. Shut it down and fill your newfound time with things like reading, thought-provoking writing, uh, writing your personal vision, thinking about how to best achieve your goals, and brainstorming ways to improve your relationships. No matter what position you hold in your equipment rental company, everybody needs to take time and not waste time with a lot of the stuff that really becomes very mundane in the course of a day. If you want to look at Facebook, do it at home. Don't take up the business day with it. There are studies that talk about how much business time is really wasted by your employees, by all these side distractions they have, be it uh, Facebook or job searching on the Internet or God knows what else. The next would be to simplify. The difference between successful people and really successful people is that really successful people say no to almost everything. This, this quote by Warren Buffett sums it up. The busier you are, the less time you have to think. The less time you have to think the harder it is to be really successful. I insist on a lot of time being spent almost every day to just sit and think, says Buffett. And we all know (laughs) it's hard to argue with one of the most successful people on the planet. Simplifying will help you focus on what's really important. And the next thing is delegate. Another way to simplify is to delegate. Are you really the person who must do all the tasks on your list? You know, hire somebody to clean your house, have groceries delivered to your door, uh, make your kids ride the bus to school, ask a coworker to help with the task, or approach your boss about getting administrative support on a big project. If you're a manager, Hire people you can delegate to and empower them to take on challenging assignments. When you find yourself 
performing tasks that are in the weeds, ask yourself, should I be doing this or managing this? If the answer is managing it, delegate it. Next, get organized. Being disorganized is a time suck. Plan your days so you don't waste time looking for items, doing things twice, or working on what I would consider to be unimportant tasks. Be disciplined. Make an agenda that outlines your day. This list should be manageable. Include a block of time used to think and describe the three things you must do to move the ball down the field on your most important priorities. Also, take a lunch break. Release the temptation to work while you scarf down a sandwich. Lunchtime is a perfect time to ponder. Step away from your desk, reflect on your day, and come up with ways you could be doing things better or consider which you might be overlooking. Better yet, take a walk. Let your mind wander. Be curious as to where your thoughts take you. It's, it's tough to uh, answer to a plan when pushing, excuse me, it's tough to answer a phone while pushing your sandwich to one side of your mouth to talk to a customer at the same time. So get away from it all. The next would be find your method. There are many ways to do your best thinking. Mine happens to be when I'm exercising or doing yoga. And yes, I do yoga once a week. Very gratifying. Writing is also a great outlet. Other people do their best thinking in the shower, while walking the dog, during long flights, or when lying on the beach staring at the ocean, which I really enjoy. Find yours and do it as often as possible. The outcome will be better decisions, more intentional responses, and a clear pathway to a fulfilling life. So now that I hopefully have you thinking, we're going to talk about that thinking just a little bit further. So think about this. When was the last time you took time for yourself and just thought about your business, your job, your career, your family? What can make them better? When was the last time you walked around your yard you just think about each piece of equipment and what it needs, what it could be better, how your service could be better, or the like. So there's a lot of different trends in thinking that can take you a long, long way if you just make the time for it. And you don't have to go to the beach every weekend to make that happen. But you can carve out a half an hour a day here or there to, in fact, make yourself and your business much better than possibly it is today. And in that thinking, think about 
the competitors that are out there and think about the construction work that is out there and think about how you might better create a relationship with a customer that in fact will make your business much better along the way. So with that, I'm going to take another quick break here and shoot you back to Voice America. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the one thing. So I'm going back to you, Voice America. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. The Genie Z60-37FE Boom Lift is at the forefront of true hybrid technology. It is actually two machines in one that can be used for both indoor and outdoor applications. The Genie difference is a lower cost of operation and cleaner performance. The Genie 60-37FE Boom Lift is more fuel efficient, driven by high-efficiency AC motors, which means lower emissions too. Check out the Genie FE difference today. Visit GenieLift.com. Genie Aerial Pros is one of the most comprehensive industry websites focused on safety and standards, service, and new products and applications. The Genie Aerial Pros site features experts in aerial and rental markets with five decades of experience and shared knowledge. You'll also get information on upcoming industry and company events, videos, training, and more. The Genie Aerial Pros website is available on a wide variety of platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, or through our own website at genielift.com. Genie Genuine Parts undergo testing on long-term durability and reliability, which means higher equipment resale values and warranties for you. You don't want to waste time and money on generic parts or even counterfeit parts, especially in the long run. Genie Genuine Parts are factory fitted and field tested to the highest of standards, which means more machine uptime. We also have free ground freight on orders of $750 or more from our two parts warehouses. Go to genielift.com to find out more. Have you tried the new generation of Genie XC Booms? The XC stands for extra capacity, and with new technology in the design, the Genie XC Booms carry a higher load with dual capacity capability, compliant to global industry standards. Save time while you increase productivity. The new Genie XC Booms are common in design, parts, and accessories for easier servicing. For more information about the Genie family of XC Boom Lifts, visit GenieLift.com. That's GenieLift.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is Rental Equip Talk Radio with Donald Charbonnet. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to rentalequiptalkradio at gmail.com. That's rentalequiptalkradio at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. And we are back, and I appreciate you uh, tuning in today or later on. And uh, today we've been talking about some different things, uh, negotiating, uh, strategy. And uh, I'm, I'm a pretty avid reader. I typically do uh, a couple of days worth of research before these shows, hopefully to give you some take-home value. I don't want you to think that I make all this stuff up. I'm just really not that smart. 
so we were just talking about thinking. And so this is what I want you to think about. There's a great little book. It's called One Thing. And the basis of the book is this. What's the one thing you can do such that by doing it, everything else will be easier or unnecessary? So this is some forward-thinking stuff. So what's your someday goal? What's the one thing you want to do someday? And how about a five-year goal? Based on my someday goal, what's the one thing I can do in the next five years? And all this is especially true in this industry. And do you have a one-year goal? And so based on my five-year goal, what's the one thing I can do this year? And let's break it down even further. A monthly goal. So based on my one-year goal, what's the one thing I can do this month? Even down to the weekly goal. So based on what my monthly goal is, what's the one thing I can do this week? And not done yet, it's a daily goal. Based on my weekly goal, what's the one thing I can do today? And finally, right now, based on my daily goal, what's the one thing I can do right now? And remember, the basis is, what's the one thing you can do such that by doing it, Everything else will be easier or unnecessary. So think about the challenge of writing that down from a someday to a five-year to a one-year to a monthly to a weekly to a daily to a right now. And there's a lot of aspects in this industry that you can do to plan your future if you want to get to that someday goal. Someday goal may be to sell out, turn over to a family member, but there are steps along the way and things that you can do every day that'll get you towards those goals. But just attempt to put it in writing. So now all you need to do is to knock each domino down until you've hit your someday goal. That ought to keep you pretty busy, especially with the state of the industry, continued consolidation. Where will you be next year or next month, for that matter? It's just food for thought. And do you want to know why? If you don't know where you're going, any road will get you there. Enough said. I want to jump to succeeding. We all try to succeed at stuff, and there are really about five components of succeeding at anything. What would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? That's truly the billion-dollar question, and it's timeless. Brush aside the image of what success should look like and consider what success means 
to you? Interesting question. The answer involves rising above the inevitable challenges and overcoming their own perceived limitations. When we look at those we admire the most and glean the most insights from, rarely, rarely do we see the whole story. And we've seen a lot of successful companies in this industry. But what we may not have seen is the struggle, the triumph, the self-doubts, the rising, the fear, or the courage. And if we're lucky, they write an autobiography, or someone makes a film based on their life, and we get a glimpse, just a glimpse, into the incredible journey that they've taken. For the most part, however, ultimate success feels unattainable to many, if only just out of reach. So what if succeeding at anything was as simple as having a few things in place? I know that sounds too good to be true, doesn't it? Consider the possibility that you can succeed at anything, that the anatomy of success can be broken down into five pieces. I'm not talking about five easy pieces, but I'm talking about five pieces. The first would be vision. Vision sets the foundation for the life you want. Without vision, that purpose, that why, we can easily fall victim to our circumstances, fail to take ownership, and get sidetracked when something easier or shinier comes along. Every single area of life will flourish with vision and struggle without it. If you don't have a vision for your family, others will enroll us in theirs based on their agendas and belief. If I don't have a vision for my health, then exercise and healthy eating fall way to the wayside when I get busy. Consider what you want and why you want it. What that looks like and what impact it'll have when you get it and keep the vision front and center. The second in succeeding would be commitment. Those with 100% commitment are unstoppable. When we fully commit to something or someone, regrets are impossible. There is no failure, only feedback. With true commitment, there's no taking the easy way out. No quitting out of fear of rejection or failure No mediocrity, only excellence. What does commitment look like? Taking risk, persisting, putting your heart into it, not letting circumstances get in the way. How committed are you today to your life, your relationships, your career, and your health? And the third in succeeding would be authenticity. You know, 
be yourself. Everyone else is taken. Remember that one. If you cringe at the word authentic, look, I get it. Authenticity is one of those words that are thrown around lightly, like a sprinkle of Parmesan or a supreme pizza that already looks super busy. Thinking of it this way gives people to justify being themselves at the expense of others. At the end of the day, few of us legitimately really want to be jerks. We want acceptance, belonging, and understanding. We want to come as we are and be good enough. If we aren't okay with ourselves, how can we expect anyone else to be? Authenticity should be the easiest thing in the world. It should be completely natural. It should be the norm, but it isn't. In a world of people pleasing and fear of rejection, being our authentic selves is an acquired skill and a fine art. Those who dare to discover who they are and what they stand for are the ones who unapologetically and profoundly impact their worlds. Consider where you're itching to be free of the opinions of others and how you can shine in the glory that is your uniqueness without crushing the glory and uniqueness of the person next to you. And you know, (laughs) customers can really read you whether you're being authentic or not. It's one of the most important things I believe in this industry. So be authentic and you'll be very successful uh, with your career in this business. And I have a couple of more, but first I'm going to take a break, catch my breath a little bit and come back and talk about integrity and competition. So with that, back to you, Voice America. Thank you. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Genie Aerial Pros is one of the most comprehensive industry websites focused on safety and standards, service, and new products and applications. The Genie Aerial Pros site features experts in aerial and rental markets with five decades of experience and shared knowledge. You'll also get information on upcoming industry and company events, videos, training, and more. The Genie Aerial Pros website is available on a wide variety of platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, or through our own website at genielift.com. Genie Genuine Parts undergo testing on long-term durability and reliability, which means higher equipment resale values and warranties for you. You don't want to waste time and money on generic parts or even counterfeit parts, especially in the long run. Genie Genuine Parts are factory fitted and field tested to the highest of standards, which means more machine uptime. We also have free ground freight on orders of $750 or more from our two parts warehouses. Go to genielift.com to find out more. 
Have you tried the new generation of Genie XC Booms? The XC stands for extra capacity, and with new technology in the design, the Genie XC Booms carry a higher load with dual capacity capability, compliant to global industry standards. Save time while you increase productivity. The new Genie XC Booms are common in design, parts, and accessories for easier servicing. For more information about the Genie family of XC Boom Lifts, visit GenieLift.com. That's GenieLift.com. The Genie Z60-37FE Boom Lift is at the forefront of true hybrid technology. It is actually two machines in one that can be used for both indoor and outdoor applications. The Genie difference is a lower cost of operation and cleaner performance. The Genie 60-37FE Boom Lift is more fuel efficient, driven by high-efficiency AC motors, which means lower emissions too. Check out the Genie FE difference today. Visit GenieLift.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is Rental Equipped Talk Radio with Donald Charbonnet. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to rentalequiptalkradio at gmail.com. That's rentalequiptalkradio at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. And welcome back. And today we've been talking about a lot of people's skills uh, that it takes to be in this, this business and can make us all better if we uh, try to make ourselves better. And at the moment, we're talking about the five components of succeeding at anything. And we've talked about vision. We've talked about commitment. We've talked about authenticity. And now I'd like to talk about integrity. As the saying goes, a man is only as good as his word. Trust is fundamental in relationships, and our relationships are often a reflection of our own character. Anytime we say we'll do something and then don't, we're out of integrity, again, especially in this industry. When we are out of integrity, even on seemingly little things, like not showing up on time with equipment, Uh, It chips away at trust, trust with ourselves, trust with loved ones, mainly trust with clients. The painful truth is that those who don't live with integrity are not trustworthy. Those without integrity will not reach their ultimate vision of success. If I show up late to a client meeting, my actions show a lack of commitment. That puts a damper on my vision for my business. And we all fall out of integrity at some point or another. It's inevitable. Inconveniences happen sometimes, even despite best efforts and great planning. The key is to acknowledge the break of integrity and then recommit. Consider where you must acknowledge and recommit and be prepared. Be prepared to absorb the potential consequences of breaking integrity. Only then 
can you move forward to fully receive the success you seek? And integrity goes to every part of the team in this business. So the salesman who's out making the calls, it's his integrity on the line when he promises a contractor that equipment will be there in time. The person, the dispatcher, the inside salesperson, his integrity is on the line to make sure he receives all the proper information, either directly from the salesman or maybe directly from the customer. That goes further to the people who are making the deliveries to make sure that the same message is sent about what and where and what time. So the whole team has got to be swallowed up with their own internal integrity and work as a team to make any business successful. And I mean any business, but most importantly, when you think about the chain of command of things from the simplest order and all the different hands that it goes through in this industry, it's very, very important. And the fifth one in succeeding, let's talk about competition. Uh, This may seem a little far out there, but, you know, animals in the wild routinely engage in in fierce competition, Uh, not to to crush their opponent, but rather so, so that all parties can refine and strengthen their skills. So you think about a bunch of young lion cubs, they, you know, they playfully taunt, tease and romp. Uh, in a fairly aggressive way. They don't go in for the kill. They go in for the fun. And while they often walk away with a few scrapes and bruises, they emerge stronger, faster, and more resilient and ready to take on a real threat. This sounds like a salesman's job, doesn't it? <laughs> but again, it gets back to that teamwork. And Should they come across one, it's still reparation that has to take place between the two parties if somebody dropped the ball in between. In the end, they're not opponents. They're all in the same team. And as always, I've said, communication, communication is key. The underlying tone is an outward focus of bringing out the greatness in each other. In this form of competition, there's a profound sense of oneness, a sense that we all want the same thing. We're all on the same team, and we can all win in the bigger picture. Really, could it be that simple? I mean, it's okay if you have your doubts. I expect some of that. Humor me. Put these five principles to the tests. You just may get everything you want and more. It'll make your rental company and your team much better in the marketplace. Again, competition. It's competition within, not the exterior competition that I'm talking about. All right, so let's let's get away from some of that uh, uh, personal gain and talk about something else. Uh, The subject of drones came up the other day. And uh, I'm just curious as anyone ventured into the business of renting drones. 
I know there are many, many applications in our industry where they can be used. I'm just curious if you have experience in this area. I, I really like to hear from somebody, either an email or a call. I know there are some specialists doing this. I'm just not sure if it's uh, kind of hit the general product offering yes in a rental company. So, uh, use pricing. How do you price your used equipment? What's your formula? If you sell, do you think you're losing a rental customer? Do you auction out of the area for the same reason? Do you offer any warranty with the sale of used equipment? 30 days, 60 days, or as is, where is? How do you price it? Do you price a percentage over your current book value? I use a new price and throw a deep discount at it. And on that, how often do you turn your fleet? So many, many issues that this business entails on a day-to-day basis. But dang, it's fun. It's, it's never changing. You never know what the phone call is going to bring. You never know what the next salesman's going to be up against. But there's always something that's going to be different from the hour before. So as I start to close, uh, remember you can always listen on demand. I hope some of the issues discussed today either help or provoke some questions for the success and strengthening of your business. Next week, the 24th, I'm having some outpatient foot surgery. Uh, Might be from putting my foot in my mouth too often or having to kick too many people in the butt during my career. Anyway, uh, I'm going to be laid up. And I'd heard that there were some technical difficulties with the show on April the 3rd with Credit Safe. So I'm running that show again next week. Anyone who missed it should really take a closer look at these guys, extending credit and also checking credit if someone starts to pay slower than usual. You get the facts. Keep your credit safer with Credit Safe. And if you'd like to be a guest, suggest a guest, advertise, or have a question, whatever. Give me a shout. My quote for today is from General Colin Powell. Leadership is solving problems. The day soldiers stop bringing you their problems is the day you've stopped leading them. They have either lost confidence that you can help or concluded you do not care. Either case is a failure of leadership. So this is Donald Charbonnet. It's been my honor to spend this time with you. Uh, call me the diehard of the rental industry. Be good. <laughs> Excuse me. Be safe and good renting, and have a great week. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for tuning into Rental Equip Talk Radio. Be sure to join your host, Donald Charbonnet, next Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition on the Voice America Business Channel. Until we speak again, have a great week.